Hello, 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 and welcome to the SLP Corner Podcast. Today I'm really excited to get into a discussion about the fun quotient and also to introduce a new segment to the podcast called Milestone Minute. So every Monday now when I release a new podcast, I'm also going to be talking about um, a milestone that I think is relevant for speech and language with regards to children's development. This idea came to me because on my Instagram, at SLP Corner, I have been doing a segment called Milestone Monday, so I thought for my podcast I could do Milestone Minute on every Monday where I quickly talk about a relevant milestone for parents. Today's milestone is babbling emerges between four to six months. So what is babbling? Babbling is when a child begins to vocalize, so it can sound different at the beginning. It tends to be a single consonant and a vowel. And that could be like ma, and then around maybe six months, it begins to be ma, 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 and then as they get older, it changes to ma, ba, ga, different types of consonants, and eventually around a year, they'll start producing words. So this is just a very, very exciting time for parents. They are really finally feeling like they're getting something back from their child, and they get to hear their child's voice, and they get to feel that their child's trying to communicate with them, and it's just a very exciting time, and it feels very rewarding to a lot of parents. My advice for babbling is just continue to talk, continue talking a lot to your baby and keep on modeling language. So try and tie their vocalizations to an entity that has meaning. So for example, if they say ba, you can show them a ball and say ball. Or if they're near their dog and they say da, you can point to the dog and say dog. So basically this is just showing them that when they produce sound, that sound can mean something and it will warrant a response from an adult that they're interested in. And this will really help them to encourage them to communicate and encourage them to keep trying to vocalize even though it can feel really hard for them. So with every milestone, I'm going to want to talk about a red flag to just be watchful for. I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to scare anyone, but I also just think that it's helpful to know if there's a red flag that you should be aware of. So if your baby has been babbling for months and they completely stop babbling, this is definitely something you're going to want to see a family doctor about or a pediatrician. The One of the many things that comes to mind with this could be a hearing loss. For example, children with hearing loss or who are deaf, they'll start babbling naturally, but before the 12-month mark, they will stop babbling completely because they will not be receiving auditory feedback from adults because they cannot hear auditory feedback. So when I say auditory feedback, I mean... If a, if a baby says ba and then an adult says ball and they look really excited and happy, the baby heard, a baby who can hear heard that response and it makes them feel very excited. However, if a baby has a hearing loss, they won't hear it and they will slowly stop babbling because they're not receiving auditory feedback. So make sure you go to a pediatrician and you'll probably get a referral to an audiologist. You'll probably get their vision checked and you'll also get a referral to an SLP. The other thing that comes to mind is if your baby misses the milestone altogether, and I've seen this with things like rare genetic disorders or childhood apraxia of speech, among many various things that could cause this, but if your child completely misses the milestone, you definitely want to get a referral to an SLP to talk about this. So that was it for Milestone Minute today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll have another one for next week. So today, I'm going to be talking about the fun quotient. Why I'm talking about this today of all times is that I just feel like it's a very, very stressful time with COVID and there's a lot going on and I know parents are likely feeling very overwhelmed and they're feeling like they're being pulled at all ends and they might just feel like they don't have time 
to work on therapy activities or worry about their child's speech and language or do all the extra homework that they have assigned for them in addition to teletherapy or in addition to online learning and homeschooling and also trying to do their own jobs and run a household. So I really just wanted to focus on the very basics. We can all get back to the basics and just focus on having fun. Fun, children having fun is so, so, so important. They can learn so much just by having fun and playing. I think it's a common thing where people might think, why do SLPs just play with kids, with these little kids so much? And the answer is pretty simple. That's how they learn best. Kids don't Small children do not learn best by rote memorization, by sitting at a table, and by having to learn something in a very strict, intense way without any flexibility. That's just not how kids learn the best. So if you want a child to really soak something up like a sponge, you're going to want to make sure they're having fun. And basically, I want to talk to you about the fun quotient because that's, I think, what we can all try to get back to during this stressful COVID time because that really is the most important thing. So I would just say throw out the workbooks, at least mentally, and just try to get back to having 10 to 20 minutes of pure fun with your child every single day, and I think that can make a huge difference. We're all familiar with EQ, Emotional Intelligence Quotient, and IQ, Intelligence Quotient, but how many of us are familiar with FQ, the Fun Quotient? This is this is something I've learned from the ESDM, which is the Early Start Denver model by Sally Rogers and Geraldine Dawson. And um, they have a parent guide called An Early Start for Your Child with Autism. And it's a great book. I love it. It's very, very helpful. And in that book, they have a chapter called Everyday Strategies. And then they have a section labeled Why Having Fun Together is So Important. And they list a few points on why and how having fun with your child can increase their learning. Number one is more fun equals faster learning. So children learn faster when they have more exposure and more practice to what they are learning. So they're going to want to keep doing activities and they're going to aid in and and having fun and doing these activities is just going to aid in their practice of the activity and increase the speed of their learning. So by having fun, you're helping them learn quicker. The goal is almost when they're really little is you don't even want them so much to be aware that you're even learning, but they're practicing without even realizing it because they're having so much fun that they don't see it as work. So more fun will just speed up the pace of their learning because they'll want to spend more time playing, which will mean that they're learning more. The next one is that more fun equals more learning opportunities. So if a child is having fun, they're going to want to continue doing the activity for longer which ties into the first point, it just means that they're going to have way more opportunities for learning. So they're going to have way more many opportunities to practice saying a certain sound, or they're going to have way more many opportunities practicing a certain language goal that they have. And so not only will their learning speed up, but they're just having all these new opportunities to generalize information that they wouldn't have if they weren't very interested in an activity. More fun also equals an increase in communicative attempts. So when a child is having fun, they're likely going to show the following communication strategies. Smiling, reaching, and turn-taking. These are all aspects of communication that are necessary in order for one to be- in order for a child to develop words, gestures, and just a more complex language in general. So even if it's just smiling, engaging, turn-taking, sharing, 
These are all skills that are going to lead to a much more complex language in the long run. And it's worth practicing on those simple, simple skills, not even simple, but early skills that really build the framework for language. More fun is also a reward in itself. So if the child communicates that they want to keep playing the game because they're enjoying it so much and you continue, that is positive reinforcement and it's a reward in itself. So the child is being rewarded for partaking in an activity. So that's amazing because the goal is to have a natural reward system because we want children to generalize these skills in therapy or the exercises from home to the real world and one of the ways to help generalization is to have natural intrinsic built-in rewards and having a child just being able to continue playing instead of getting a sticker every five minutes for doing a certain rote memorization task or rote um, language task having them naturally getting rewarded by getting to play longer is going to help them learn that 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 skill they're working on it doesn't need to be explicitly reinforced just by practicing it Maybe, maybe, they're way, maybe they're aware, maybe they're not aware, but just practicing that skill and then getting a natural reward will help them learn to generalize the skill. And the last one is that more fun equals an increase in ability to maintain attention. If a child is having fun, they'll want to be engaged for longer and they'll also be more willing to sustain their focused attention for a longer period of time. So maintaining attention during educational activities is an important skill children must develop over time in order to successfully manage school and learn language. So just playing a game that lasts a certain amount of fixed time is really working on their ability to focus and maintain their attention, which for a lot of kids can be really, really challenging. So that can be a really, playing can be a really helpful way to work on attention. So I just, it's going to be a short one this week. I just thought it would be worth discussing all the benefits of having fun and why having fun is just so important. And remember that we're all trying our best. You're doing a great job. It's a very, very stressful time. And if you can take 10 minutes of special time a day to play with your child, whether it's when you're washing the dishes, you could put extra bubbles and you could play with the soap bubbles and talk about the dishes or whether you're folding laundry and you could fold the laundry together and match different colors together or whether you you take the time to just sit on the ground with them and build blocks for 10 minutes and even if you're feeling stressed setting a timer for 10 minutes and just playing with them for 10 minutes playing is so so helpful for kids and and really just realizing that that is making a big difference and that is exactly what they need so I hope you found this helpful. Um, As always, I will be having another podcast out next Monday. Happy Easter. And if you could rate and review this podcast, that would be fantastic. I'll see you next week. 